We are Shell and Aaron Odom, founders of A Radical Relationship. Our testimony is one of redemption from divorce, addiction, and witchcraft. Here at A Radical Relationship, our mission is to empower men and women to go deeper in their relationship with God, self, others, and their calling through self-examination first. Let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another podcast episode with Shell and Aaron here. Aaron is currently yawning out from the mic, getting that out. Welcome back, babe. Hey, Ron, I'm like, you gonna say something? (laughs) Well, I did, and you just interrupted me. Sorry, say it again. Hey, Ron is in the house. Period, Pooh. It feels like it's been a minute. I guess it's only been a couple weeks. It's been nice though, but yeah, been a little minute. It has been nice. So this week's podcast episode is about how to be content when life isn't great. Mm. How does one make that happen? I think there's only one way you can make that happen. That's with God. I would agree. So um, the scripture reference that um, this podcast is coming from is out of Philippians 4, starting in verse 11, where Paul says that he has learned to be content in every circumstance. And it's like you read that and it's like, huh? How? Say what? How you learn to be content in every circumstance? I think because you can learn that all things work together for those who believe in Christ Jesus. Absolutely. So when I think about just what the problem is here, I think the problem is that many people feel that their joy or contentment rests in looking for a circumstance to be different in their lives. I think that's where they feel like, man, if the circumstance is different, then that's what's going to enable me to be different. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just talking to somebody this week about circumstances and like how circumstance it's it's cool how our circumstances are able to change our perspective on things but i think in the way that you're talking about it um you know if we're focusing on our circumstances if that's you know what we're thriving towards our happiness then we're always going to be let down Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something that I had down here is that while it's true that a change in a predicament can certainly make life easier and more enjoyable, I think that we can learn to find true joy and contentment no matter what. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> yeah. And so with our mission in mind, uh, this topic relates directly back to pillars one and three um, or really one and two. Um, your relationship with God and your relationship with yourself, because those two are certainly going to impact how content you are able to be in a situation. I, yeah, I definitely agree with that because I'm thinking about my past life before I made Jesus Lord. Um, I was very uncontent, but I also had a very low self-esteem and I, I'd also, I, you know, I, I hated myself <laughs> in a nutshell um, I had no self-confidence or any of those things until I came to to, um, to God, and I finally found my true identity in Him, and knowing 
um, who I really was, then that is when everything just changed. That's when, the, like, it was a game changer for me. I began to to find my purpose and to have confidence and to be walking, you know, in purpose and in meaning. So, and like having that joy in your heart, just knowing that all things are working together for the good, you know, even the hard things. I try to tell it all my students when I was uh, teaching at Teen Challenge. In all things that are happening, in all circumstances, seek God, what are you trying to show me through this? Because I believe that everything is God is strengthening us. He is preparing us. He's sharpening us. Um, he's He's taking us somewhere that we can't imagine. Yeah. For me, when I was thinking about this topic, one of the things that I was thinking about was how recently I felt like there has been what I would call a sort of holy discontentment that I've been feeling compared to times in the past where I felt a type of discontentment that was just, I'm just not satisfied with this area of my life. And so it just got me to thinking about this whole holy discontentment thing. And I was like, is that even a thing, you know? And so I ran across this blog post that really inspired me. And she was just talking about how there is this discontentment that just says like, man, I know that this is not it for me. Like, I know that God has more for me. I feel it. And so one of the things that the spirit really placed on my heart is that there can be a holy discontentment that leads to breakthrough. Like there can be this discontentment of like, I feel like there's just this blockage here. And that could be some type of spiritual oppression that's happening or demonic oppression or mental strongholds. It's just like, this is not it. And so you need a, a breakthrough from that stronghold. But then there's also the other type of contentment that I think Paul is speaking to when he says he's learned to be content. That's like, I have learned to be okay no matter what. <laughs> I have learned to be able to be satisfied no matter what. And as I reflected on times in my life when I have been discontent, specifically in um, my previous marriage, what that type of discontentment led me to was trying to take matters into my own hands to change the way my life looked. Does that make sense? Yeah, man, you can't be doing it in your own power. Right. We talked about that this morning in uh, Devo's, <laughs> trying to do things in your own strength and your own will. You know, when sometimes God's just, you gotta, he's got you in a season of stillness for a reason, you know. Mm-hmm. I do like uh, what you said about discontentment, though. I feel like, for me personally, one, if I'm going to be discontent in any area of life, it's going to be with my relationship with God because that's something that I can always be striving mm. to make better. That's something that I can always work forward to. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing um, that it really makes me think about is perspective. Right. And how the Bible tells us to think on those things that are pure, that are noble, that are of good report. Like it tells us what to actually focus our thoughts on. And I can go back and look at the scripture of where that's exactly at. But it teaches us really how to be content because it's a shift in perspective that like. I could look at my life right now and I can choose to focus on the things that are 
going well or I can choose to focus on the like we talk about with business we were just having this conversation about how I'm so much hard on myself when it comes to radical relationship in the ministry because that's my baby you're so much hard on yourself when it comes to Odom lawn care because that's your baby and it's just like because it means so much to us it's so easy for us to focus on where we would like to go like where we're not at Mm -hmm. as opposed to like man look at how much progress we've made and you were even saying something similar not too long ago that like man the business is doing great already in a month but man i want to do more and i'm like babe you've been doing (laughs) great you know like i see it so differently because i'm not the one in the circumstance And so I just think that just goes back to show like just the role that perspective has. Again, it's it's not bad to desire more, but I think the difference is always going to be where is that desire for more leading me? Is it leading me to control and try to do things in my own power or is it leading me back to God? Are you someone who feels that it's time to go deeper? Maybe you're feeling a tug from God to get more serious about your relationship with him. Maybe you recognize that you may be the reason that you're not progressing toward your goals. Or perhaps you're wondering why your relationships are not where you want them to be or why you don't feel like you're living with purpose. If that sounds like you, we invite you to check out what we have to offer. You can kickstart your relationship with God by joining our group coaching program or hopping into a small group in the community. You can also sign up for one-on-one coaching to get some personal help in any of these areas. Not sure where to start? Check out our free quiz at www.aradicalrelationship.com backslash coaching to get started. We hope to see you in the community. What? So I was just thinking, what, what's the, the definition on, on Google of content or being content? Let's see what Google has to say. Google says, in a state of peaceful happiness, to be satisfied, a state of satisfaction. All right. I like that. Because when you started saying all these things, man, like it just kind of made my mind start going like, Paul says being content in all circumstances, but then you were just saying about, you know, the things I'm passionate about and the things you're passionate about now, we're always striving to do better. Um, and I, I don't necessarily want to say that's not being content. And I, I kind of, when I think of contentment, I think more of more or less of joy, you know, mm. cause when I see, man, I remember, um, seeing some of these Christians for the first time when I was a non-believer and I was just like, man, like what is wrong with these people? Like, they're just so happy. They have so much joy. They're so kind. Um, and it, I, that's kind of what I take away from it. When I'm thinking of being content, I'm thinking about having that joy, that, um, eternal fruit that only comes from God. Yeah. Yeah. And even, I think when you look at the root of contentment, it's just, Wanting something to be or discontentment is just wanting something to look differently than it does. And so in order to get to a place of contentment, there has to be this surrender. And as I was pondering on this for myself and I was thinking about that time in my life when I was just super discontent and I was trying to take control and take matters into my own hand. 
when I finally reached a level of contentment, that level of contentment was partnered with surrender. There is no contentment without surrender, in my opinion, because surrender is saying, okay, I'm going to choose to let go and let this be what it is. And so for me, all of those things that I was fighting for, it was I knew I'd reached contentment when I said it actually doesn't matter if I get those things or not. I'm 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 good. I'm good, you know, and I, I truly felt that way in my heart. It wasn't that I was trying to fight to get to that place anymore or like there was something in me that still rose up if at the thought of those things not happening. It was a true piece of like, if it don't happen, I'm straight. So, Shell, did you ever get to a point where you were like kind of just thinking the things that you were chasing after weren't the things you should have been chasing after? Or they weren't necessarily the right things or the things that God desired for you? Yes, for sure. Um, even as I look back on the realities that I was chasing, none of those were the things that came to fruition. Like even back in my marriage when I was chasing for my marriage to work, that did not happen. <laughs> but But then the different outcome or whatever that may have been. Was truly better. It was satisfying. Absolutely. Yeah. Come on, somebody. <laughs> and that you that's how we get when we try to do God's job for him. He's like, I actually got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it may not look the way that you want it to look. Would I have chose to have to move home and to start all over and to do another relationship and have to get to know somebody all over again? Like, I wanna I would have been like, God, just fix it so I can move on with my life. So I wouldn't have been like, Yes, yeah, I'm me up for that. But like it's so much better. <laughs> On the right. other side, yeah. I could say a month ago, I did. I would not have seen myself being where I am right now mm -hmm. <laughs> at mm -hmm. all. Like I was thinking, because I think a lot of times I like to project. You know, I like to visualize and see myself obtaining success in the areas that I um, that where I want it. You know, so I'll start envisioning these things. I'll start playing them out in my mind. I'll start daydreaming about it, and then just for those things like not even to happen yeah. <laughs> and it just to be like a complete curveball and God's like, yeah, you're doing all this planning and all these, you know, this idea making, but I got this for you. And it's like Shell said, you know, God's plan is all, it, and it's satisfying. It's not what I wanted and it's not what I was seeking, but it's satisfying. Mm -hmm. I'm content That's good. because I'm at a place that I know I need to be in. Yeah, that even um, that even reminds me of a conversation I was having with somebody recently. I don't even remember who I was talking to, but I was telling them how Oh, I remember who it was now. It was um, me at dinner on Saturday night and I was telling her how nothing in my life right now was actually the thing that I was pursuing. Like mm -hmm. when I. When God told me to change churches and I ended up at Pioneer Church away from the family of churches I've been baptized in, I was going there for a fresh start. I was actually straight on dating. And then I met my husband. When I quit my oh, job, wow. my corporate job that I had been in for seven or eight years, I was actually pursuing full-time entrepreneurship. And then God placed me at a nonprofit. When we started looking for this house, we, I was going to pursue an entirely different area of town yep. and then God placed me in Cordova. So I was like, it's so funny because somebody else would look at my life and be like, man, you know, they can see the goodness of God, but they actually don't know the journey that like 
And every blessing that I have was a pivot. (laughs) It was not the thing that I was pursuing. Even the lawn care business you just started, that was a pivot. That was not the thing that we were asking God to do. But once we got it, it was like, man, God truly is so much better. Like his ways truly are better and above our ways. And so I just think it's important for people to see that because they may be in the midst of their own pivot and really having this like disdain in their hearts, like God, why this situation? And they can easily look at somebody else's situation and be like, you did this for them. But that don't mean that that was the thing that they was asking for. They could have been seeking God to do something different, but they've just learned to be content with what Mm -hmm. it was that God actually provided. You hear that everybody? So so open your minds. For sure. If you're keeping yourself closed off to your own thoughts, his who are higher can't penetrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So coaching moment, if someone if someone were coming to us for coaching and let's just say this person said that they wanted to walk away from that coaching session, learning how to be more content. The first thing that I would do as a life coach would be to have them describe what contentment is to them, because I think there are a lot of words that we use because we know them, but we don't actually know what that means and so it's important to visualize and come to know if I were content here is what that would look like does that mean you're not going to be complaining does that mean you're not going to be desiring things and then to really help them come to a healthy definition Mm -hmm. of what that is so we start with that I would say hey describe for me what life would look like once you're truly content so we'd spend some time around vision and exploring what life could look like around that um And whether that may be not complaining, whether that may be focusing more on what's going right than what's going wrong and all of that. And then based on the definition of contentment that we arrive at, really looking at exploring some practicals for what it looks like to get there. So maybe that means doing some refraining. Every time you let something negative come out your mouth, you reframe it out loud with the positive and truly do that work. Maybe that means going through some journal prompts to really grieve the parts of your life that don't look like um what you wanted to or maybe um, some intentionality around the words that you're using and just things like that to really get them to what are the practical things like because not every situation that we're discontent with is going to be as simple as change this so that that changes you may just have to learn how to be satisfied with the current condition and again a lot Mm -hmm. of that involves surrender when you said that it sparked a thought in my mind I was like man Um, if you're happy or just because you're happy, doesn't mean you're content. Happiness is solely based on circumstances. Mm -hmm. That's why earlier I said, I I said, joy, joy is a fruit of the spirit. It's eternal. Something that nobody can take from you, but happiness, you know, if your circumstances suck, you're not going to be happy. So don't, you can't be content just because you're happy. You have to have that joy in your heart that only the Lord can provide. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So if you are someone who is feeling discontent with life, I would encourage you to check out our free resource that is the Roadmap to Radical. 
that is a short devotional that um, explores our four pillars and just really helps you to have sober ju- sober judgment about where you stand in each of those. And likely some area of your discontentment is going to track back to one of those four pillars, your relationship with God, your relationship with self or your relationship with others or your calling. Uh, you can head over to the website and you can sign up for our newsletter there. When you go to the website, there will be a pop up for you to join the community and sign up for the newsletter. And when you do, you'll get that free guide in the mail. Um, Be sure to check your spam because sometimes your welcome message may go to spam. And that website is a radical relationship.com. A radical relationship.com. Until next time, folks, we are out. Bye. 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 Did you know that money isn't the only way that you can support an organization? A review goes a long way. If this podcast helped you in any way or you just want to support us because, you know, we're your people, then help us spread the word. Let the world know that you're rocking with us and you think they should, too. Share the podcast, leave a review, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel, hop into the Facebook group, you know, whatever suits you. Until next time, folks, we are out. Bye, y'all.